He does. We are not on the hill. This is Deep in Harry's podcast. Deep in Harry's what podcast. Unprofessional in... start. <laughs> no, I think I like a cold opening, like mid conversation. Yeah. A lot of them do that. We are mid conversation. We're mid warm up. We've done a couple of laps. Sean's done about three or four actually. Um, taking the advice of an old man <laughs> who uh, saw him on one of his puke based recoveries <laughs> last week. And I'll talk us through it. What happened? Well, you know when you can see from the We're bottom, in Spalding. We're in Spalding. We're not on a hill. No. This is flat. Very, very flat. We're There's sp- a bike track that looks like a hill, but we're not going to run on it. No. <laughs> Good glute activation, possibly. Might warm up that Warm up. But basically, I could tell from... You can tell from somebody's body language that they're going to talk to you at some point. Mm. And this bloke was... It's not an official track, so I didn't get to... I get annoyed about it when um, distance runners do it on a normal track. But he was running the wrong way around the track at a really slow pace in lane one. I want to talk about that later as well, yeah. actually. Direction around the track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think... <laughs> So, well, yeah, we'll get on that in a bit, but I don't understand if you do 5k one way, then one lap the other way. So Sean, Sean had trained his ass off here at Spold and done some mean had, reps yeah. of what? Sorry? What reps? I can't remember what's Thursday session. It's all a bit of a blur. Okay. Um, we're in lockdown. We're yeah. tier three. We can't go to Peterborough. Hence why we're but I, 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 I was killing it. I felt quite good, actually. I've been, I'd missed a couple of weeks, so I was like, oh, smash it. And then this guy was jogging around in lane one the wrong way around the track, which is fine. It's not an official track. He can do what he wants. He probably lives here. And you will get loads of random characters yeah, on this track. He doesn't, you don't need to know track etiquette to come to this part. No. Um, so I, I was like, but I was obviously in lane one because I didn't want to run further than I need. So I was having to go around him, and I could tell from his like face and reaction, he's, he's clearly going to say something to me at some point. And then I finished the session and did what I usually do when I'm recovering and I was vomiting. And he comes up behind me. Classic garment. And I can tell he's behind me because he's got my earphones in, but I took my earphones out to like try and be polite mid-sick. And he comes over and he goes, you know, if, if, you, ran, if you ran slower, you'd be able to run for longer. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Because he's pointing out like value for money there. Yeah, it's, it's just something about bl- old blokes and wanting to give unsolicited advice. It's the same in the gym. And I'm just like, I didn't, I, I was, number one, I'm not witty enough to think of a reply for something so stupid. And number two, I was well, really being sick. Do, we've just spoke about this, but his level of reflection on what you're doing, he's looked at you and gone, well, that guy's just ran so fast, he's had to stop. <laughs> he doesn't get think that... There's different styles of running. Like he, like. Do you not think he's run exactly a lap? His, his, <laughs> also, like his running style is almost completely useless in the sense that um, he runs in a style that requires there to be no finish line. Yeah. So that's the only the only benefit is when you don't know where the finish line is. Because his statements, like, yeah, like I said, yeah. it's fundamentally misunderstood how races work. Yeah. And uh, in, on the same. Um, also, to not have any speed, right? So even with his thing, like. Uh, after 9-11, people took up jogging. Do you know that? Like, there's a bit mass take up of jogging. People also buy 4x4s, weirdly, because they're scared of stuff. But people started running because they thought, oh, I better learn to run a little bit. Probably, you look at the footage and subconsciously you start to go, oh, would I be able to run, outrun the dust cloud, say? Or sort something, of thing. yeah. Okay. So, like, it, it happens with loads of things like that. But, like, his style of running, okay? So, if that's all you do, if you never do the sprinting, if you never do the puking, right? <laughs> You just don't know how fast you can run. Yeah. So, like, when the dusk cloud does come, you mu- you must start the race with a sprint. Yeah. And then you must be able to recover. Yeah. yeah. That's what we do. Is we do that. But he's he hasn't even questioned that, has he? No. And he was going like that's the thing. He was 
famously running for a set amount of time. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, it gets to a point where it's not. Well, he'll monitor his heart rate. Yeah. He'll, he'll, t- he'll have a little watch on. And... But, like, I just, I don't get what he's measuring. Is he measuring for how long he can run for, regardless of how far he goes? Yeah. Because that's. Well, some I, people I run like for I time, could, I, don't they? Yeah, I could go for. I'm pretty sure I could go for a ridiculous amount of long, long amount of time. Jade Goody ran it's, the marathon. Yeah. Everyone's got it in him. Yeah. Everyone's got it in him to run for four hours. Well, well she probably ran for about eight doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. It's a long time in a shit marathon. But like, in, in, on his statement, as soon as I got home, I was like, ah, oh, it's quite witty if I said, hey, if you, if you ran quick, you wouldn't have to run for I think long, you, that was a clash later. of competitive track runner versus runner's world yeah. person. Yeah. That, it happens yeah. every now and again. It happens when we're training. We used to train at Ferry Meadows, and then the park run started. I like that. <laughs> yeah, park well, it's, like, it's actually okay, but I couldn't do five k. But even the park run, the whole goal of it is to get people running, yeah. and then the standard to come down. Yeah. Which is it's nice. It's inclusive, yeah. but it's not. It's not what we're doing. The next stage is to run better. Yes. Is it be like catch five k? Right, you got you can do five k now. Now do it quicker. But that guy's a douche. Yeah. That guy <laughs> thought I'm gonna go and help him. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like What's I say, I say to you, I don't. I'm not a very egotistical person. I don't really have an ego. I'm quite like, like chilled. But on the drive home, I was like, that old bloke thinks I'm shit, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really annoyed me. But that's, <laughs> in your in your in your actual words before the recording, you said in my head. I said, that guy thinks I'm shit. I'm like, that's your ego. That's your ego. <laughs> <laughs> that's your ego. <laughs> he helps you find your ego. Read it all. He turns up today. Oh, let's get him on. Special <laughs> guest. <laughs> Interview him on his perceptions on running. It was, it, was like, it was really weird. Well, it wasn't a conversation. You kind of said it, and then sort of didn't want to be near me anymore, which is fine, because I was being sick. <laughs> so then he like quickly left, and I'm like, oh, I can't think of a comeback. Oh. So I'm going to jump back over there. <laughs> Uh, it's a great story, anyway. such a bad Also, what you're puking. It's always weird. Right? Uh, I'm always, I mean, I try and give everyone shit while they're puking. You know, I love to, yeah. like... You know when you're going through that thing where you're really, really tired and you start blaming everything else apart on the fact that you push yourself a little bit in that session? I'm like, oh, I wouldn't be sick if I didn't have to run around him every five seconds. I'm like, no, I probably would. <laughs> was he literally in lane one? Yeah, he was, was literally like this. Um, obviously, he can't see me on the podcast, but he's literally... Running, cl- running clockwise, you're running, running counterclockwise. Yeah. So, and he was looking at me like I was in the wrong. So what about this? Let me ask you this question. Let's, let's move on oh, yeah, yeah. from douche, douchey <laughs> jogger. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, why do we run the direction we run around the track? I actually don't know. <laughs> Hardly anyone knows. Uh. Hardly anyone knows. So I like, googled it the other day. And it's, uh, it's really strange. A bit, loads of people claim to know. But I don't think anyone really knows. But I, so, I, so initially I thought this. Oh, well, but when you do high jump, you start, if you're right footed, you start on the right hand side of the bed, roll in, take up on your left. Yeah. But I'm like, the majority of people are right, right footed, right legged, yeah. right handed, say, yeah? yeah. So maybe they just went, oh, let's take a vote. Who feels better running left? Who feels better running right? Yeah. That's what I thought initially. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense actually, because the Frosby flop, that is the requirement of taking off on your left foot, as a right-legged person. 
the, the, isn't you're more powerful leg the one that does the lifting action? Yeah. So the weaker leg goes on, stays on the ground. Yeah, I think that's your hip drive. That your hip drive comes so, from that right side. So because the first foot relies on a right foot person to have the left leg on the ground. Yeah. That does make sense, doesn't it? Yeah, but then I thought. So, but the Frosby flop weren't even invented back then. Oh. So, well, sorry. But even if you even if you're scissoring, it's still left leg on the ground, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're right actually. Yeah, it's left leg on the ground. You drive your right leg. So I, started, I thought that initially, and then I was like, oh no, that, that can't account for all of it. So then I was like, maybe it's. I mean, initially they come up with an if you come up with an oval track, you have to like you have to come up with this decision. But I thought, yeah. oh, maybe it's the design of the stadium. Maybe the king just went, well, I'm sitting here. Yeah. And that's the finish line. But then I was like, oh no, maybe not. Maybe that, and then maybe it's like, if you do the 100 meters, you have this finish line, and then everything rolls off that. Do you know what I mean? So you have, a, you have your straights and your bends. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's the design of the stadium then, so. But then I'm like, why, why, why not run the other way? And then I was like, there's loads of stuff online about the fact that it's all to do with biology and space. The fact that everything rotates that way or something space on our biology. in our yeah. space. We need Joel here for this. I can't comment really. Joel, give us some vague answer that doesn't help us. <laughs> but I think it's just a combination of stadium design. Yeah. So wherever the wherever the finish line is, mm. in regards to the hundred, say. And, and where the king sits, or the or the emperor, yeah, I suppose. It's back to Greece and Rome, doesn't it, with the... Yeah, so the, yeah, the, yeah. But I just, it blew my mind, I was like, what's going on? So, sorry, so there is no answer, is there? There's no, an, no real definitive answer, but like... So maybe the joggers know, and that's why they're trying to correct it. But some people say it's like... All to do with physiology, all to do with this, all to do with that. But then part of me was like, I think it's got something to do with the majority of people being right, right-handed. I don't know, man. But it, crazy when you like you stop and go, why do we run this way around? <laughs> the question that a kid asks is like, we've we've just been so accustomed to it, we don't really question it. Yeah. We just know that we get really angry when. But they say like, oh, it's something to do with it. There's a vein that takes blood to or from the heart. Vein in. Huh? Vein in. Vein in. Vein always goes into the heart. Does it? Yeah, vein in. Oh, right, okay, so. I am vein. Oh, is that a biology? That's, um, yeah, that's in my biology book. It said there's an I am at the end of vein. So, they reckon if you run the other way around the track, the centrifugal force makes it less effective. And I was like, there isn't that much force. No. And people. You don't get people fainting when they turn the wrong way on the track. No, no. That old boy didn't faint at the speed he was going. Yeah. That's why that's why it's important not to run fast. You might faint. (laughs) Oh good. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. It is interesting. So I thought we were gonna get controversial about joggers going the wrong way around the track. No, it's annoying, isn't it? It is annoying. Yeah. Like what? what? So 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 here's this, right? We are athletes and we, we're like, you're running the wrong way. But they come down the track and it's, I've seen three, three or four non-athletes, they automatically run the other way. Yeah. So then you go, oh, yeah. someone made a decision at some point and it maybe weren't one of the just, crazy joggers. Maybe they're just messing with us. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's here. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> okay, we're going to do some running, get training, so a bit different to the old hill really, but yeah. 
We're in deep now. Podcast. In deep. There's a dog. We've got a dog. We've got, we've got a dog. Okay, so we're, we've just done our strides. Um, I think we're doing 200, 100. Five times, did you say? Yeah, five times. I've done it. Six minutes. Our intensities might be slightly different, obviously, all coming back from injury. But we're just talking about spikes on cinder surfaces. We thought that's quite a geeky track thing to talk about. So, uh, yeah, we're just saying, uh, I said I've smashed up two sets of plastic spike plates on here because they're not really designed for uh, cinder. Not really designed for cinder. No. Really. But uh, I'm wearing cross country spikes. Sure, uh, Garmo's got plastic spike plates, but they're distance spikes, aren't they? Yeah, middle distance. But, uh, they're called distance stars, so actually. I think they're probably not even middle distance. They've just sold to me as middle distance. Yeah. <laughs> and it's quite. Uh, Big old heel. I can wear these to the pub, they're quite smart. <laughs> they are quite smart. Classic. The, um, it's quite soft on the cinder today because it's wet and it seems to like plump up whatever's oh, shit, under it. You what? Stood in dog poo. There's, there's dog poo as well. Uh, I don't know what the optimum spike plate is for <laughs> negotiating dog poo. I think the Plastic's probably yeah, better. Yeah. <laughs> but the, ah. but the, um, yeah, we're talking about wearing through on spikes. I've got a, I've got a handy hint. So you can buy like this uh, sort of tape that you heat up, and it's like I don't know if it's for plumbing or something. Yeah. But it kind of then melts. But that's a you can use that to fix the hole in trainers where your toe comes through. Garmos has got a big problem with toes coming through. His. Yeah. When I was younger, someone told me to lift my toes more when I sprint, and now I overcompensate, and all my shoes have toes poking through the holes. <laughs> but yeah, there's this there's this tape you can buy. This like I don't know. I, I suppose it's for linking pipes up and things. But um, I bought a load of that the other day so I can fix my Saucony endorphins yeah. over the little toe hole that I've created. So I've got one of those as well. There you go. Um, hack. hack. Track hacks. Oh, Do you remember track hacks? Back on track hacks. <laughs> um, yeah, you can thank Deep and Harriers for bringing you that tr track hack. Track hack. <laughs> We're having six minutes recovering between these. We've done one rep, two, 200, 100. Just easing into it, really. I'm not sure how my calf's feeling. I want it to be okay, but I don't know. Oh, watching the exuberance of a spaniel. I took my watch Running off around. Take my leggings off. In my head, I was like, right, take my watch off so it doesn't get in the way. That's not a good sign. <laughs> no. Maybe we should run the other way around the track. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that was right. I wasn't aware of the theme song. I'll get working on that. Started playing the piano during my lunch breaks. Bring a couple of little tunes. Oh, Blade does have a question. Oh, does he? He asked it two weeks ago, and then I think he realised with me and you were injured. Oh, right. So. Might get to that. I think it was quite wholesome. Who was which, it? Which made me think maybe Gemma had got into Blade Team all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't divisive it wasn't and divisive. political and. It was slightly far right. It was. <laughs> slightly far right. That's an yeah. interesting, uh, it's an interesting concept. concept. Yeah. That's what Blade is. He's <laughs> <laughs> slightly. <laughs> made a good point that I was celebrating. The fact that the Tories have actually made Blade not vote Tory, I did not appreciate that he's actually being pushed the wrong way. <laughs> that he will say is the right way, and I will agree. But it's amazing. Like, <laughs> the Brexit thing is just amazing at the moment. It's weird that um, it's taken to near the deadline to get the easiest deal in trade history. 
<laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, also like, <laughs> if we get a deal, like if Boris comes back with a deal and tries to go, hey, I got you the deal, he's going to basically just agree to, everything will be under European fucking uh, rules, won't it? Just to keep, just well, to keep things is, moving. Yeah, the closer it is, just, uh, I used to, oh, it's just a mess. I love how, what, four years on, is it three elections on? It's still the Ravenous fault that we can't get a good leave deal. Are you staying in a... Yeah, but don't you feel like, as a former Remainer, we're like... I, I don't really... I'm just watching now. Yeah. I'm just, I, I've got like, nothing to say. I'm I've got like, nothing to let's do with see, it. Let's see how amazing this all can be. Yeah, it's, tell you what, I'll put my hands up if, if I'm wrong, but I yeah, won't be. I want to be wrong. Really. I'd love to be wrong, but it just doesn't happen. No. It's just, it's like a... All right, let's get but rolling. Like Project Fear... Everything's happening yeah. from Project Fear, and you like that? It's almost like fear was rational. <laughs> right, let's go into the next rep. Garmo's gone off to be sick. He's back into the frog position that we know from the hill. Can you hear that? Hello there, son. You know if you were like, <laughs> <had> slower. <laughs> See him on the horizon. He doesn't look in a hurry. <laughs> then he never does. Ah, uh, yeah. So, finished the session. I um, still feel something in my calf. So, I've erred on the side of caution. Just done a few little drills. Watched Garmo wind the session up to something quite impressive. It looked, it looked good zooming right down the. Uh, home straight over there. Actually, where is the home straight? I think this is the home straight, actually. But I feel like the bin over there is, we call it the binish line. There's a bin on the, what we, uh, where we start our 400 sometimes. Um, yeah, orientation of the track is interesting. I'll try to work it out. Um, Carmo is, uh, Got everything under control now. Everything back to normal. Back to normal. Um, it was a different t- sort of podcast this week. Yeah. Lack of gradient. Lack more aggression. More aggression. Yeah, we're more aggressive this podcast. Were we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's a definite feeling of anger at the world coming from you. <laughs> Bef- both of us. Uh, not big fans of Brexit. <laughs> or running the wrong way around a track. Yeah, the two things. In a way, similar. Similar. <laughs> so the people who run the wrong way around the track don't blame us, but things go wrong for them. <laughs> I bet they all voted for Brexit though. Yeah. Everyone who runs the wrong way around the track voted for Brexit, that is a fact. But it doesn't mean everyone will run the wrong way doesn't around the track. Doesn't mean... <laughs> Not everyone that voted for Brexit runs the wrong way around the track. Everyone, everyone who, who runs can, the wrong way yes. around the track. <laughs> everyone who vote, everyone who voted for Brexit, if they went to a track, would run it. Yes. If they found out a Remainer was running the right way around the track. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, different, soggy, grey. You can't tell that from this. It's purely audio, isn't it? Um, it's that, got five green and black, which is pretty much all I can see. I think we covered some nice stuff there, track hacks. Yeah, um, back to some old fan favourite topic. Oh, we should read Blade Emo. Oh, Blade Emo, actually, yeah. 
quite a short one, isn't it? Yeah, it's 20 minutes I mean, at the that's moment. that's what happens when we have six minutes rest. We've not really got enough time to start the uh, oh, yeah. potty up again. So, it's nice to have Joel here, usually, with his 28 minutes rest. Yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> pads it out. Yeah. Okay, we're accessing the mainframe and we're getting uh, Blood's we're email. email box. It's all encrypted. And... Yeah, password's very secure. It's uh, alligator free. <laughs> <laughs> There's a capital letter somewhere and you've got to find out where. <laughs> where is he? Oh, I don't want to... Right now, Blade is on a hill in Warmington, I can guarantee you that. Yeah. If you ever don't know where he is, that's a safe guess. He'll be training with Rusty. Rusty. Who's crossed three counties. <laughs> <laughs> the Germans are onto him. There's your Dave Brown. Blades questions. That's from the 28th of November. That must have been the last time we met up. Bloody hell. Yeah. That's a calf injury right there. Yeah. Figure Too we much. need a Curie question this week. So, who are your sporting heroes, both from athletics and other sports? Good. Um, you can go first, Rocky. Um, fictional. Oh, let's do Rocky. Fictional, <laughs> fictional uh, athletics and other sports. But then. So uh, who's your fiction? Sorry, who's your fictional? Rocky Balboa. Oh, right. He always. He's always an inspiration. But uh. I sport. You're saying you were fictional. I always loved Colin Jackson from athletics. Yeah, like, as an athlete. Was that the question? Um, sporting hero, athletics, yeah. other sports, and fictional. Yeah, like, I I thought he was immense. I mean, he was immense. He was, he was fantastic. Um, and, I, like, based loads of my technique is based around watching Colin Jackson videos. Yeah. But, like, yeah, not as a broadcaster. He's, no, he's horrendous. No, he's a lovely guy. He just says nonsense. Yeah. Um, lovely guy. Christian Malcolm I really liked as well. Yeah. Um, other sports, football, Faustino Aspria, obviously, <laughs> Faustino Aspria, Aspria, Faustino Aspria, yeah, I loved him, I did love him actually, Newcastle player, yeah. remember him, no? No, no, not really, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he was fantastic, I don't think they even knew how old he was, but he was all, he, he was a flair player, he was amazing. Have you ever seen No. Oh, the film, it's like, they get this, uh, it's about uh, coaching like a kid's baseball team, and one of them get like a... Spanish man who's clearly like 30 and you go this kid it's like a 12 year old's game he's, this guy's like clearly 30 he can't be 12 and you go, so I know his birth certificate and it's just a picture of him with I am 12 <laughs> written on it see I am 12 and <laughs> 11 12 12 12 12 um I can't think of uh yeah, Faustino Aspria, definitely up there. <laughs> that annoyed Blade. <laughs> annoy any football. Football people are like, what? What? Yeah, um. It's really hard off the top of my head. Yeah, Blade, why don't you give us more time to think about it? Like, why don't you send it on the 28th of November? George Best. <laughs> George Best. George Best was cool. He's pretty, he's pretty cool. You ever see that? I like the way he doesn't, he never used to go down. No. When they were like trying to kill him. But then everyone's like, oh, that, look at him, he, he's amazing, he doesn't go down, he just, I'm like, yeah, they're also crap football players, they're not fit, they're playing yeah. on a, a waterlogged field. I get into, not a debate with Callum, it's not even an argument, because actually, to be honest, I agree with what Callum's saying 100%, but I just don't like it. It's when, you know, when players go down easy, and everyone rips into them, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, they are going down a bit easy, and I don't like going down easy, because you're trying to gain a foul, that's what you're trying to gain, but... 
and but on Callum's perspective, and I completely agree with him, he goes, but it is a foul, and if they don't go down, the referee's never going to it. There's no, there's no incentive for when the foul puts you in a worse position, because you're getting the shit kicks out of your legs, yeah, and yeah. now you've lost a shooting opportunity or you've missed that pass. Yeah, yeah. Well, what gain do you have for being a big strong man and carrying on after you've been fouled? Yeah. If you milk it, you get the free kick and they get punished for fouling you. And like, yeah, you're 100% right, Callum, to be honest. So when we do criticise football players for going down, can you blame them? No, yeah. And it's then, you know, it's unlike rugby. Everyone always goes, oh, yeah, well, look how strong they are. I'm like, yeah, well, rugby's got the highest percentage of people on performance-enhancing drug bans in any other sport. But and head injuries, probably, as well. Like. And no one's ever, you know, swallowed a blood tablet to get subbed off in football. <laughs> trying to think of, like, other sports that... There I mean, are, box, box, boxing inspires me loads, like, and I like fighters. Um, You're a bit of a scrapper. A scrapper? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. But the, um... I could do the hugging thing they do. I loved... I know, Muhammad Ali was great. Like, when you, when you analyse, like, all of his different fights, he was amazing. Yeah. Um... Boxers do I like? I liked Carl Froch for a bit. He was amazing. He was good. Bernard Hopkins. He's a, he's one of my heroes lately. Yeah. Like an old boxer. He's amazing. He was 50 and he he won a world championships. And he come at, he he went to prison and came out and then did that. What did he get prison for? I don't know. I'm not sure. He's a bit of a badass, but he's like. Like he's finished, he's, and he's also like he's he's crackers as well. Like he finished a boxing match, twelve rounds. It was brutal. He started doing press ups, and like he's like he's old man. Oh, was, yeah. was he forty five or fifty when he won? He was amazing. Like I like people like Tyson, but I, I, I don't. They don't inspire me. No, he's not inspiring. Don't get me wrong. He's, that's another argument I get into about him. Is I'm not saying he's not a ridiculously talented boxer. Mm. I'm saying he's a horrible, horrible man. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, he's changed. I'm like, he's not changed, he's just quiet. Yeah, he's yeah. Just, he's just, there's a difference between changing The, te- the testosterone isn't running yeah. things anymore. But it, like, when you saw him, when he, when he did that fight against Roy Jones Jr. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he, um, he, he, he reverted. And you could see the, like, his brutal warrior sort of approach to his sport yeah. come back out again. Which is always weird when it tips over into that. And it's like, how much of that is acceptable in sport? I don't know. Like, I, like, I hate Conor McGregor for his attitude. But then yeah. I like watching him. I like, I like, yeah. I I like his training him, and I like his, like his, de- yeah. his demeanour's horrendous. Yeah. As far as I'm, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know much about him, but I'm not massively into fighting. It's just with Tyson Fury, especially him going for Sports Personality of the Year, and I know Sports Personality of the Year isn't actually a measure of whether they're a decent personality, it's actually their achievements, and if it's just objectively that, then sure, he's... I don't know much about boxing. People take the word personality to mean their personality. They're a good person. But personality actually just does mean person. That's yeah. all, it's just... We're, we're, we're moving a more modern definition of personality than what it's intended for there. Yeah. But, like, he's... Someone's saying, oh, he's, he's, you know, he's not homophobic or anti-Semitic anymore or sexist anymore. Who's this? Tyson Fury. Fury, oh, yeah. I'm like, well, he is. He's, he just, not, he's just not saying it. <laughs> he's not, like, you know, made a massive donation to some feminist, Jewish, homeless, um, <laughs> asylum-seeking, uh, what other people he insulted? Uh, LGBT charities. If he donated some of his five billion to there, awesome. Yeah, that, that, that's an apology. 
stopping saying. Oh, I tell you who I like. I like Chris Eubank. He was brilliant. <laughs> I loved him growing up. He was amazing. I watched him. I watched Louis Prince Caroos. Nassim. He was amazing. I like Flair. Like this is what I'm realising here, by the way. I like Fastino Espria, but I liked football players who I liked were people like uh, Georgi Kinkladze, um Fastino Espria, people who do wicked tricks in games. I yeah. remember him forever, and like, the flair, the, um, and the boxers who've got flair. I love mm. the boxers, like Prince Nassim, Chris Eubank. Chris Eubank made me like he did that Louis Theroux documentary that like, ages ago. He's cracking again. Yeah. He's just nuts. He's absolutely mental. He's nuts, yeah. But then like, <laughs> people think, like he thinks he's intelligent. That's the thing. He thinks he's a super super bright man. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a super bright boxer. Yeah, yeah. But That's even a um, thing, isn't it? Yeah. Steve Collins, uh, the Irish boxer. Um, rewired him completely yeah. and like tricked him into thinking he'd being hypnotised and like that was the uh, that was the extra percent that got him that beat him like that that whole era was excellent and like Steve Collins is still about and still like I watched an in, inter, uh, some boxers sitting around a table and they're still like I think Roy Jones Jr. and Steve Collins could have fought each other and like yeah. Steve Collins was still like we could sort it out I think it was him was it him? Fucking old man. But even he's still got a bit about it and stuff. I like Steve Collins, it's alright. But Eubank. And, and then Prince Nassim as well was just crackers. He was just fantastic. Oh man. Yeah, well, any other heroes? My, well, my personal is a random one. But mainly because of his entire story. Do you remember Park Ji Sung, United? Yeah. He's Korean. Yeah, yeah. He's an absolute hero. Especially for like Korean football, because he was like he was from like a proper poor family in South Korea, but he was decent at football. But he got rejected from all the academies in South Korea because he was like malnourished and too skinny. So his dad got three jobs in order to get him enough food and enough meat so he could grow properly. And um, so he came up from nothing there. Obviously, managed to I think he managed to skip That's a Korean great story. Yeah, cinematic. Korea, skip Korean national service because um, he was so good. I think. I fit, but he might have had to do it. Um, then obviously he went over to the Netherlands, and then he went to United, and then he retired at like a proper young age at 30 from his, from national football mm. um, because he wanted to because he was pretty much hogging the spot where a load of up and coming Korean stars were coming through. Right. So he retired and became almost like an ambassador there to let all these young players come through. And now he's got a massive role in United in their coaching team. And pretty much he, he invented like the defensive winger for um, for United, oh, wow. where it's just his fitness was always absolutely phenomenal. He was a creative player. He used to always score against Arsenal. He used to perfect anywhere, anywhere centre midfield or anywhere down the wing, whether it's a defensive position or attacking. But it was just where he came from. Pretty much a malnourished, short kid that strong wind would blow him over to being probably if it wasn't for Sun, he'd probably be Korea's best ever footballer. Oh. But yeah, I love his story. He's an absolute hero. It's amazing. Hero used to be Ryan Giggs when I was younger, but obviously he is not. <laughs> he is not a good person. Naughty, <laughs> Everybody. Naughty, naughty man. He's terrible. That Rodri Giggs advert on Paddy Power though, it's one of my favourite. Oh yeah, ever. what's that one? It's like where it's Rodri Giggs, and he's just like there's so many references to it, and it's like he goes into his favourite pub, yeah. and he goes bitter, and he goes not anymore, mate. <laughs> 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 fantastic. Like, fantastic. And his wife is like leaving the house, and he goes, "Where are you going?" She's going, "I'm going to get milk." 
and he looks at the camera and goes, we do need milk. It's like... <laughs> 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 Look, I bet, um, I bet Ryan Giggs hasn't got the uh, tracing app. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Well, Obviously, there you go. Athletics, guys. It's um, Blade, Julian, Claire, and Rocky are my heroes. Oh, such a charmer. I threw three boys in there, so Claire would feel targeted. <laughs> <laughs> right. There oh, we go. As we as we exit the Spalding track, have a lovely weekend, folks. This has been Helps and Harriers. Stay safe. <laughs> Helps and Harriers. Same. <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs>